I've got another question here. Rank the goats from from best to worst. Messi, Ronaldo, Brady, Woods, LeBron, Hamilton, and Jordan. So, so, so we're saying Brady, Brady Messi, Messi, Hamilton, and Ronaldo. Hamilton, Ronaldo. Then I'd yeah. put Jordan. Then I'd put LeBron, Djokovic. Oh, uh, yeah, I think okay. it's Djokovic and then Djokovic. Uh, LeBron Woods. Hi guys, welcome to the Worldport News Show. And uh, today we're doing some football stuff between Champions League, transfer rumours. I've got Mr. Matt on here today. We're going to go straight into it all. Um, Leo is going to come on next week. Hopefully we're going to have some guests on this show as well um, in the future. So we're going to have some, hopefully some footballers, some NFL stars, um, but we'll see how it all goes. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening. Um, I hope you enjoy. Um, and any questions you want to ask um, ask or you want to pose to us, just send them on Instagram or on TikTok or via the email. Before we start this video, can we give a big shout out to those who put in their questions? Um, Backcourt Buzz, Barca News underscore BE, um, and Hotspur. Uh, please check their socials out uh, on Instagram and Twitter. Um, and if you do want your questions answered on our page, make sure you uh, DM us or email us at onesportnews2020 at gmail.com. Otherwise, sit back and enjoy the first episode of many. Um, so yeah, how you doing, Matt? How's everything? Very good, thanks. Happy to finish exams and ready to analyse more sports. Yeah, exactly. Finally, finally we're done. Excited for the summer, Olympics, the Euros. Oh yeah. Formula One's in full fling. NFL preseason starts soon. It's all, it's all going in. I'm excited. And basketball, yeah. of course, is up and yeah. up and running. So yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, do you want to start with some of the questions? So um, on our story on Instagram, people posed some questions to us um i think obviously the big news of the week was the champions league final of course uh i was quite surprised than if you were i didn't know what was going to happen to be honest in the champions league final I, I actually i didn't know who to predict to win and it was and it was that close throughout the whole game in my opinion. yeah like that well yeah I, I was hoping city uh, would win it because i'm a big guardiola fan um but the question here, um, and it's from one of our viewers, um, did Guardiola overthink, the overthinking cost Manchester City the Champions League final? And by overthinking, of course, we're talking about the fact that there was no CDM playing and there was no Aguero playing, so no striker playing. They kind of played with a range of attacking midfielders. Um, a false nine. So what do you think about a false nine? Yeah, it was a bit, it was a bit weird. It was a bit, it was a bit, a bit different. Something, but they have tried that kind of before with the false nine and it has worked. So... Yeah. Um, did he ever think it? What do you think? I don't think he overthought it purely because he's tried this before. Maybe not the no CDM part, but he's had he's used a false nine before in previous games. But the fact that he didn't start, and, and you know, it was said in the commentary and even after the game, the confusion with why Rodri or Fernandinho didn't start. Yeah, could that be? Could have been the over, overthinking? Maybe not necessarily overthinking, but more not thinking. Or what was he trying to yeah. test in such an important game? I can't really speak for Man City fans, but I can say that. Yeah, you know, if if started because I read a statistic that said, out for sixty for most of the uh, for fifty nine of the sixty games that he started Rodri or Fernandinho, and for the one game he didn't was this Champions League final. And you know, yeah. seeing they've had such success with that all season, why is why didn't he use one? Yeah, I, I was a bit confused. I kind of um I always sit down watching the game 
And I kind of sat there and my expectation was that Aguero would start. And, and whether people agree with that or disagree with that, in my opinion, to win the Champions League final, you have to have an elite player, a, a calibre of player who can score no matter what. And you see that every year. Liverpool win it, Mo Salah. Bayern Munich win it, Lewandowski. Manchester City are going to win it. They've got to have an elite calibre player. And Chelsea did, whether you like Werner or Kai Havertz or not, they are they are very good goal scorers. And on their day, they can be some of the best footballers in the world. Unfortunately, they're, they, you know, they're adapting to British football. But... Yeah. Aguero is an elite caliber player. Why are you not playing him? He has scored mm. hundreds of goals in his Manchester City career. And not just that, but to put him on in the last like 70 minutes was just crazy. It yeah. was just crazy. I, I mean, was so confused. You can't even use the excuse that he's washed, I don't think, because he's, you know, he's still an elite level striker. I know he's not what he used to be because of injuries and time off and things like that. But you still play a striker rather than having, you know, De Bruyne having to play false nine in such an important game, especially towards Pep's legacy, whereby he needs to win a Champions League to certify as the best manager or as one of the best, or no, probably the best manager in the world and in yeah. history. Yeah, I think my problem now is with Pep that the statistic that he's not won a Champions League without Messi is now becoming more and more clear. And... For me, what he's missing is 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 a superstar. I said this a few weeks ago. I think we said it on our podcast of TFF, and I said Manchester City won't win the Champions League because they're missing something. They're still missing something. And I keep looking at the team. I'm like, you're still missing something. Every summer, I say the same thing, and it's. I think it's down to the fact they don't have an elite player. Like you've got you got Aguero, and I said he's an elite player, but you don't have a Neymar that. In the world, there's probably five players who, who are who, who are game considered the best. And if you don't have Neymar and Bappy, maybe Haaland, Lewandowski, Messi, Ronaldo, those sorts of people in your team, that that's what they're missing, I think. Because in that, you know, I, I don't know, I just there's just well, something. I, think, I don't off. even think. Well, I, personally, I, I've not really liked Sterling as of the last two years. I don't think he's been up to standard, the especially mm-hmm. Man City standard. You know, Premier League winning and Champions League. Um, potential but and I've said it not not officially on podcasts or anything like that but they need a striker because they don't at the moment they don't have a clear-cut striker as I said Aguero's been injured for most of the season he's, it's not like he's not a Premier League striker but he's been injured most of the season and he's not you know he, he I don't think he can take someone that far as to the Champions League final now because of his age Gabriel Jesus he makes way too many mistakes um, in game He's still a good striker, but he's not, you know, Champions League winning caliber. You need that one more striker. And the problem with that then is that you look at Pep and you see that he's at this point spent around 800 million pounds on City and he still hasn't won the Champions League. Fair play to him for the Premier Leagues, but the Champions League is the main goal. Yeah, I think it's... (laughs) It's difficult to kind of, you know, I think, yeah, it's, it's a difficult situation because I think City should have won that. I think they should, that was theirs for taking last year's and this year's tournaments. That, In my opinion, they should have won both because, it, you know, what they were perfect scenarios. Everyone was fit. The, the groups was, you know, where the group was played out, where the, the knockout stages were playing out, was going towards a more comfortable, um, you know, final. And I think... You know, it's, you know, 
the, the, the irony of here is Pep was brought in to win the Champions League and he hasn't done it. Thomas Tuchel has been in Chelsea for six months. He's already won it. Yeah. You know, Hans, the, say, um, Hans Flick, the Bayern Munich um, coach, was at Bayern Munich for what? Same situation year? as Thomas won Tuchel. It. Yeah. Pep couldn't win it. And he was there for three Yeah. Pep was at Bayern Munich for three years with one of the, the, the arguably the best teams in the world and he still couldn't win it. And I starting to feel like that Pep is better over a year because he can do this sort of thing where he can experiment in some games and maybe one in every, you know, maybe it's one in every 60 don't pay off. But for coaches like, you know, for the Champions League final, you play it safe. Don't, don't, I, I just, Chelsea did what they always do. Hit them on the break, play it nice to the five. Yeah, I mean, and I will say fair one thing. Chelsea. I will say one thing watching the game. There were so many counter-attacks and that's why I said, I put on the story that it was one of the most one of one of the best Champions League finals I've ever seen, and the only reason why I said that is because it was so exciting, like end to end counter attacks. There was no stopping until obviously Havertz scored his goal, the half finished, and then they dropped back. But it was so exciting that first half was so exciting to watch because you didn't know who could score, and anyone yeah. could have scored at that in any of those moments in those counter attacks. Yeah, well, I'm I'm happy for Tuchel. Obviously, congratulations to all Chelsea fans. Um, fantastic job. Won um, another Champions League trophy. If that's the trophy cabinet proves that you know Frank Lampard is a horrendously bad manager, and Thomas Tuchel is should be considered an elite manager. Uh, and uh, if anyone's looking to hire Frank Lampard, don't because he's useless. That's what I would get out of that. Because effectively, he changed literally nothing. He played a five at the back, and he brought in Aspilicueta. And well, yeah. let's just say that you know. As Lucreta isn't an informed Messi, he's provides with experience. So clearly, clearly Frank Lampard is just useless. Uh, yeah. he, <laughs> so, he came into it too early, and I think everyone knows that at that yeah. point, at this point. That he, he came. I mean, he was. I think Rudiger said that he there was sort of bias towards the fact that he was a club legend. But you know, we're not here to talk about Frank Lampard. We're about Chelsea and the Champions League. Yeah. And speaking that's another, of that's one day. very important player, Kante. Now. That man, he, he is one of the seven wonders of the earth because I'll tell you what, he is so good in the midfield. Like, and, I, and, I, and I say this to so many of my friends that the midfield is such an underrated position, and especially the defensive midfield, because he carries that area. And, you know, yeah. and I read a statistic as well that throughout that whole game, at five foot five, bearing in mind, he won all of Chelsea's aerial battles. That's incredible. No, I mean he's ha- tiny I mean, as well. He's tiny, but he's got such. He's so good. I don't know where he gets it from, but he's so good. But let me read. Let me let me to, to support that. Let me just read some of his 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 his, his trophy cabinet. Premier League champions 2015-16 Leicester. Premier League champions Chelsea 1617. FA Cup 1718. Champions League 2021. Europa League 1819. The World Cup. 2018 UEFA European Championships 2016 runner-up and then he's won so many player of the years that I'm not going to read them all this guy is he's incredible and I think he was like 30 million pounds what a bargain like what a bargain I'm scared for anybody when he's that French national team this summer he is going him Pogba and I don't know whoever else you know the French manager decided to play that's 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 gonna be electrifying because wow I you know he's incredible at Chelsea 
and Chelsea has the most creative players. Let's be right. You know, Jorginho is, is you know, he's all right. He's not world, you know, world class at creating. Mount, Kovacic Mount's is okay. Mount, 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 is, Mount is very good. Mount is very good. But they don't have a De Bruyne like, as of yet. But Kante in the middle of that midfield gives those less creative players the opportunity to, to just, you know, do something. And I think the difference the CDM plays and Chelsea win the game. And I think that's probably highlighting how important that role is. And I think you look at it as well. Look at the top six teams. They've all heavily invested in that area. Arsenal have Thomas Partey, um, Tottenham, um, uh, Tottenham, I think recently, but they spent 50 million pounds on the CDM. Um, Manchester United, they can play Fred there. They can play McTominay there. You know, the list goes on. Like Liverpool, they, could, they have Henderson could play there. Navi Casey could play there potentially. They, everyone has a good range. And Man City do as well, but they just didn't play it. And it just, you know, £16 million pounds on the bench and your CDM, but crazy. Um, another question here, and maybe maybe Kante is the person you're going to nominate. Who do you think will win the Ballon d'Or this, this year? And I, and I was going to go on to it that I feel sorry for Kante because he's, he's maybe not never, but definitely this season he's not going to win it because there's so many yeah. other players that have, performed as a at a such a high level but because they play play different positions that are more viewed upon so i'm more elaborating towards Lewandowski, who scored 50 i think around 50 goals this season yeah and he's and he's probably going to win the ballon d'or but purely because he's a striker and we all look at the strikers as the uh, the players that you know they deserve to win the ballon d'ors because of the goals and that's how they win the games but Kante is such, he's placed in such an underrated position that it goes so unnoticed. And I will say, Modric, he had that one season where uh, out of the blue he won it, which in fairness, he should have won it. But at the same time, you could argue there was others. But Kante, this season, despite his best efforts, and he he was amazing, Lewandowski's been much better. Mm. And I'd have to give it to Lewandowski. Lewandowski. It's difficult, isn't it? Because you look at right, the, the normal the normal stars, Messi, Ronaldo, shocking shopping gears for them. Not for them personally, they've done very good, but for them as a team. And you have to kind of look what they've won because for me, it's not just about what you do. You can score 30 goals a year and get relegated. You know, it's, yeah. it, you've, got to, you've, got to, you've got to achieve something with your team and also your national team as well. And for me... It's got to between between Mbappe and Lewandowski. And I put Mbappe up there because I think France won the European Championship. And I know they didn't win the French League. And I know they had a very bad season. But Kylian Mbappe is incredible. And I really think that if he wins the European Championship with France, I think he, he's, he deserves a potential mention. I think he could potentially be up there just because I think, you know, he did a great job with PSG again, gets him quite deep into the Champions League. He's scoring on you know on all fronts now once again, and I just think he's a fantastic player. But I think he'll be up there, and I, I've, you, the usual Messi, Ronaldo will be up there, of course, even though they probably don't deserve it as much. Yeah, um, I think it's, it's I think it's the difficult. reign of Messi and Ronaldo is over at this point. They're still fantastic players, but I don't know whether they're Ballon d'Or caliber at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's which is unfortunate to see. Yeah, it know, is. But a new era of football is coming end, in yeah. with Mbappe, Haaland, Sancho and everyone else. But, you know, at this point, I yeah. think 
personally for me, I'd say Lewandowski purely because, and even last season, I think he should have won, but they had to cancel the Ballon d'Or for some strange reason. Um, but this season, like, I just I think Lewandowski's performed a lot better. Here's a question for you: If England win the European Championships, and oh, I would love, oh, I'm praying to all the gods, you know, that that happens. If that happens, does Harry Kane deserve a mention? Because he's not had a bad year, you know, statistically either. You know, what Tottenham haven't won anything. They missed out on the Champions League. But statistically, he's done all right. He's up there. Is 22 goals enough, though? Because... He's, uh, 20, I think he's got, you know, he's definitely double digits in assists. In assists as well, yeah. That, yeah. So, I know Lewandowski has scored significantly more. No, but it's, but only because, definitely... it's only because he hasn't won the um any trophies yeah that's purely the only reason why he doesn't it's gonna be close uh ballon d'or because he hasn't won any trophies at least in uh with bayern or with uh psg they've won trophies this season whether they're big trophies or not they've won them but unfortunately tottenham haven't for harry kane's sake Yeah. yeah Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I'll be interested to see. I think it'll be probably the closest competition. I wouldn't be surprised if there's an upset um, there. Um, I've got another question here. This is a hard one, and I was, I was, I was pondering this one earlier. Rank the goats from from best to worst. Now, before we start, you know, ranking them, they're all fantastic players. But let me give you the list. Of the question says, rank the goats from best to worst. Messi, Ronaldo. Brady, Woods, LeBron, and Jordan. Oh my gosh. Whoever wrote this question, you are horrible. I don't know how we're going to pick that. I can't even decide Messi or Ronaldo. Well, depends how we structure this because if we're talking goats in their field or goats in terms of sports, because if we think about it, football or soccer, wherever you're listening. Um, that is the, uh, the most popular sport currently. And it's it's shown statistically. So in theory, Messi and Ronaldo have shown, have made more of an impact to the, I think it's 3 billion people that view f- uh, football than say Brady or Tiger Woods, LeBron and Jordan. Because they're, they're predominantly in the American uh, market than the rest of the world. So I, I you could argue it's Messi, Ronaldo at the top, mm. and then you slowly put your list down. But if we're talking actual accolades and the impact of their, I think own we sports, do the accolades. Yeah. yeah. See, I think what I was thinking, and, I, and I'm going to throw in another name because I think they've missed out Hamilton. Where I consider him as okay. a goat in his in his sport as well. But I think I think um, I think we have to compare in trophy size as well because for Brady. The, the effectively the World Cup is is the the Super Bowl in that basis that he can only win the Super Bowl and winning the divisional championship um is is probably like winning the league so it's mm. I it's slightly difficult but I would say for that basis that Tom Brady would be in the top two I I I don't I'm not a massive basketball fan so I can't comment maybe on so much on LeBron. <sighs> Or Tiger Woods, but I'd it's put so Tiger difficult. Woods, I think at the bottom or like near the bottom. Yeah, 
I think Surely Tiger because... Woods, I think Tiger Woods is a, is a is a is a and I know he's a superb player, you know, you know, golfer and in his in his sport, but the others are so so I maybe Tiger Woods, then LeBron. And then um I don't know who oh I don't uh... know. It's the Who's better? Who's better, Messi or Ronaldo? I think it's Messi. I think personally. it's Messi. Yeah, but Messi's okay, definitely. Okay, so we're agreeing Messi. Best. So yeah, so we've got Messi. I think Brady, Messi, Ronaldo. Uh, I think Jordan the, has to be after after that because uh, Jordan, as a basketball would, fan, Jordan was like up there. He had the biggest yeah. impact on basketball and on people. Plus, with the accolades, Jordan, then LeBron, LeBron then, Tiger, then Woods. Tiger Woods. Yeah. You heard think, it here. We have called it. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that actually, I'd actually agree with that if I'm being honest. I think that's I think actually that's, all right. Uh, all right. So now, if we then add, if we try to add in, I'm trying to think who we could Hamilton. If we try, if we try to add in, I'm trying to think of another sport we could do Hamilton, and then we try to add in to think of somebody else who's who's considered an elite. Mm. Um, <laughs> it's difficult now. I'm trying to think of other yeah. sports we could. Rugby isn't my strong point. I try, no, I I'm not rugby, sure. I don't, the thing is, rugby, rugby isn't as popular. All right. I think. Hamilton. Um, who pick either Djokovic or Nadal or Federer? Oh, tennis. One of those yeah. Two. Yes. I think. I, no, I think tennis. Federer surely. Okay, so let's do Federer. Let's do Hamilton. And where the Hamilton and Federer fit in that list there? Yeah. <laughs> because for me. If we're doing, I didn't, for me, and I am a Hamilton fan, so I am biased. I put Hamilton top because, again, you can only win one for championship, and he's won seven, potentially eight this year. So, where, where do you put him? I'd put him at the top, but that's, but, but then I have to <laughs> compare the Brady. NFL is more competitive, so maybe I put him second. You'd put him over so, Messi. Yes, I, 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 I agree. Mess- I agree. He could be in the top five, but above people like Messi, There's I'd say maybe put him. List. <laughs> I think I'd put him under Ronaldo. I mean, uh, under Messi. Oh, so so you said so we're saying Brady, Brady Messi, Messi, Hamilton, and then Ronaldo. Hamilton, Ronaldo. Then I'd yeah. put Jordan. Then I'd put LeBron Djokovic. Woods. Oh yeah, I think okay. it's Djokovic, and then Djokovic. Uh, LeBron Woods. Yeah, I think we also said oh, but let's you, Djokovic, Nadal, Federer. They're all they're all yeah, boats. they're they're all on the it, same. It, I'd say level. they're all about the same kind yeah. of. That is, it is difficult because again, for football, there are so many things you can win. But the thing is, I hate these debates because you you compare different sports, but the, the, yeah. you know that's not that's that's not how it works. You can you I understand comparing like the same players with, that play the same sport, players that same, play the same sport, but. Not from out from different sports because in that case we you, you'd usually argue their impact on people and uh, yeah. the impact on their sport rather than uh, what they've achieved. But I think I think I'd, I'd say our 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 list is all right. I think that's okay. I think that's it's again like you said it, it's difficult to kind of rank them for obvious reasons. So, mm-hmm. um, kind of moving on to um, kind of going to the next section now. And these podcasts are going to be about 40, 45 minutes. If you want them to be longer, we can make them longer. Um, but uh, any suggestions, guys, please do send them in. Um, kind of moving away from that, um, something we do want to do occasionally is obviously it's the summer. So 
transfer rumours. Um, and it is going to be quite a, quite an exciting year because, you know what, it's either going to be, I think, of the biggest spending years probably ever, or it's going to be one of the worst spending years. Mm, yeah, because say, either everyone's COVID going to be and... COVID or these... Because my opinion is, is that the owners this year are going to feel very guilty. I know a lot of people seem to think the owners are horrendous people. They're not all bad. Uh, I think they're going to feel quite guilty. And I think a lot of teams, Arsenal included, their owners, we know are going to be spending a lot of money. And I think this year could be one of those years where, even though it's a pandemic, owners are going to be like, we need to make sure that we cement our top four place because yeah. Aston Villa, Everton are catching up. So let me read some of the ones which I'm hearing. And... This one is a crazy one. It's, it is pretty crazy. Um, Chelsea are ready to re-sign Inter Milan striker Romelu Lukaku um, mm. this summer. Um, wow. <laughs> this would be a slightly ironic turn of events. I feel like the yeah. Lukaku going back to Chelsea is a bit of a crazy one. Um, I, I don't know if they need him. They just no, want the Champions well, League. I will say that they, they, I think they need a replacement or not a replacement, but better, something better than Werner because you can't have Giroud. I don't think he can take you to another Champions League final or um, or a um, Premier League title. But Lukaku has proven it in the Premier League and in the Serie A. Whether they're willing to pay the really high high price tag, that's probably on his head. Um you know, yeah, it's, it's going to, to be at least ninety million. Absolutely, at least. Yeah. And and thing least, is, and it's, is, it's annoying to say as an Arsenal fan, but they they are very likely to get him because Conte's gone. Uh, Lukaku and Conte had a really good relationship, and you know what's really the point of him staying at uh, Inter Milan without Conte, who's who, who dragged them to the Serie A uh, title. This one links with Conte and it links and I'll tell you why I'm going to link this all together because Tottenham are according to this um, well they are going to be trying to get Mr Conte uh, in as their permanent manager now here is a scenario let's play this out Harry Kane leans, leaves the summer he goes to Man United Man City Real Madrid whoever buys him okay Conte has £150 million pounds, let's say first person on that list Romelu Lukaku surely he's going to bring Lukaku in if he's for sale surely that'd be your number one signing a player you've worked Tottenham. with Tottenham yeah if Kane leaves Lukaku would be an excellent replacement absolutely surely. yeah but then and that would be perfect but then does Kane leave that's the question I think he should because and that does bring I on I think he should but because it's in Tottenham nature to not win trophies but do does he leave because there's a new manager who's trustworthy and has proven that he can win uh, in short term? Yeah, and it links on here as well. Um, one of the rumours which is coming out, um, and this is um, this is a report from a French newspaper that Harry Kane will go to PSG if Mbappe leaves this summer mm. and he goes to Real Madrid or, is, you know, it is all very dependent on money. Of course, Real Madrid do have a lot of debt on them, but, they're, again, like we said, this is all or nothing. These players could all move around this summer. And I do think the transfers which would make this summer exciting will be if Lionel Messi signs a new contract and what PSG do with Mbappe. He's got a year left. You want to cash in because if he goes for free, 
that could be one of the worst decisions ever. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be known the guy who couldn't keep Mbappe at your team. So oh. you either sell him this summer and get, make a return. He will take advantage of, um, you know, having his contract run out and going away somewhere mm-hmm. for free. Because that way the pe- teams can pay up a, a big contract for him. And therefore, yeah. you know, there's more money for obviously towards him. Um, but I, I do think that PSG are probably the team that's most likely to afford him because from what I've read, um, United aren't willing to actually pay uh, the £120 million fee that uh, Tottenham are looking for Harry Kane. And they'd rather yeah. look for players like Sancho or Haaland. But, you know, if, if, the, if he does go to PSG, then... He'll probably succeed and win a title, but you know, it's a Mickey Mouse league. I, I don't know whether yeah. whether he should it's really the, be going there. I, I don't mind the French league. I think it's not that bad, but I, I think it is. It's not the same as the, the Premier League. No. Um, but yeah, um, we're going to keep moving on. We'll, we'll keep we'll keep pushing forwards. Moving on to Arsenal, it looks like they're going to pretty much throw every single player who you know. Yeah. It's rubbish. So the well, entire I've, team. The annoying thing is, I'm I'm already hearing that Shaq is not willing to go. Yeah, I was going to say Mourinho's uh, flattered by the interest, but doesn't want to leave. Yeah, I don't mind Shaka. Bit of passion. I think he's got a nice right foot. He can ping a ball, but yeah. Well, but the thing is, I think. Yeah, go on. Is there somewhere you know? We have to remember we're not in the Champions League, so we're not going to be able to you know. You're not going to be able to bring in the lit or, you know, De Bruyne or, you know, sort of that calibre. So, you know, and I think it's important that we do have to keep players with experience. Someone with, he clearly has a, a very good tie to the team. I think we keep him. I think we keep him because he is a great squad player. I think he's not a sort of player who's going to create an issue if he doesn't play every single week. I think we're not, Sabaros isn't staying. That seems quite clear. But, if Arteta is planning on playing Joe Willock next season and he's planning on playing Joe Willock in midfield, which I think he should do, I don't think we need Jacker because I don't think Willock, I think, you, you know, Elneny, Partey, Willock, and then obviously potentially a fourth midfielder is all we need right now. You don't need five. You don't need five central midfielders. It's, it's, it's just, it just feels like too much. He's not going to play then, but I don't know. I, it's, if the right price comes in, surely you sell him. If you, if they come with thirty million pounds, but I don't buy. think I don't think this season is enough to sort out Arsenal's problems. They and sorting out the midfield isn't enough to sort out Arsenal's problems. They have uh, viruses and diseases in literally every position. The right back is a huge problem. Wingers, they've only re- Pepe's only just shown that he's a decent winger. On the left, we don't really have much because I think Saka, coming up to the end of the season, looked better as a left back or as a left wing back more than a left winger. Yeah, and it's and a thing mess. Is, from what I'm hearing, they are looking to you know buy Sterling, who's unhappy at City, or Mares, which yeah, I, you know, Arsenal needs to play a five at the back. No. I, I, I hate to say it, five at the back because first of all. I think what is proven they is need to get rid of Arteta. He's not. He's <laughs> he's in a similar position to Lampard. He was given the the job as being maybe not a club legend, but you know 
he yeah, he played he was play, played very well for the club, you know, and he he mm. he got the easy way in. I think you know, when like, you've got, I was going to ask. It's just annoying because when you've got managers like Antonio Conte or uh, Allegri, Pochettino, who Zidane. are really, who are now leaving their Zidane, who are leaving their clubs, you have to like, you know, attack them and try and get them over. It was the same with I Klopp. Think- Klopp, when he got sacked or left uh, Dortmund, I can't remember which one, they yeah. should have attacked, uh, go for, gone for him rather than mm, staying with Arsene Wenger. Yeah, I think I think on the five at the back quickly, I would say that it's probably the most effective thing. I think you play Saka left-back, Tyranny at centre-back, because they only have some speed at the back. Yeah. And then I think it deals with the fact that we don't really have a very great creative team. You hit them on the break because we have very quick players. Mm. On Mikel Arteta, I think... I think very straightforward. My opinion has always been the same. In football, you need two years to build your team. Pep Guardiola took him two years to build Manchester City into a Premier League title winning team. Jurgen Klopp, it took him two years. You, you've got to give people time. I know it's a difficult situation, but Arsenal is a difficult team. I think two years, if by then the next season we don't have Champions League football, then sack him. Be my guest. Bring in a big boy. But I... You know what? He did win the FA Cup in his first few months. We have to remember that. He won the Community Shield this year against Liverpool. Yes, it's been a difficult season, but I think with Aubameyang probably in a better place mentally coming into next season with players like Saka and Smith Rowe playing better and maybe they buy Odegaard, maybe they don't. I think they can be slightly more positive about it. I'm praying, I'm praying as an Arsenal fan that the rest of the six teams don't top six don't really buy many players because they're maybe struggling financially. And I think what I'm hearing is saying from he is going to put his hand in his pocket because you know I think that that you know that's what's realistically going to happen. But I, I, I don't know. It, it's difficult but to say. That's what I you don't can, think. And any owner can say that, but if he doesn't have the passion for his club, what good is it to anyone? Like you've it's shown with uh, the Glaciers and United. It's shown with. In in contrast, it's shown with Roman that he cares for the club, and you know he's he's put he's put it out into the media and everything that he cares for his club. But mm. you know, and, and that's that, why they've won Champions League football. Well, we have to go on because the thing is, the thing realistically, Bramovic didn't spend a penny. He hasn't spent a penny in Chelsea for the last few years. That's he, he hasn't had it. to because he he's sold to. so many players that that, I, that were that, weren't good. Well, maybe not good enough, but. Eden Hazard yeah. was such a good player that he was able to use so sell him for so much money that mm. that in itself, plus some other years of um, profit made from other players, that in itself Counter was embargo, able to yeah. get Havertz, Werner, uh, Mendy, who Mendy, by the way, is yeah. one of the best keepers in the world. There's no denying that. Yeah, it's. I think it's. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think. Yeah, I. Well, I think. Look, I think. Um, the Cronkies, they have invested. We do know that they have not a substantial amount, not, not enough. But look, well, this summer, would, my opinion, will, will, I think will, I'm waiting. I'm, I'm sitting on the bench with this one, I think. But we've, we, you know, I've, I've read things they've said. I've, you know, I've, I've listened to comments they've both said. They're not very public, but what they have said is that they were never going to invest until they were fully owners. And that is true. They didn't. And that when they were owners, there was an investment. But look, we give them, we give them this summer, we give them the benefit of the doubt. And I think we then see what happens. There's a common misbelief that he takes substantial amounts of money out of Arsenal. He doesn't. He he he, he pays his advisors with funds from Arsenal. I don't know about that, but 
Arsenal, but he doesn't. He doesn't My only problem with him is that he just doesn't invest the he does money invest. correctly. Yeah, and the and fact that he's think... still going on with this board that hasn't this proven over the last few years that they're useless, especially with the signing of Willian. Well, that that was the pinnacle of stupidity. A 33-year-old yeah. winger who he himself didn't have a good season at Chelsea the season the season prior, and now you're signing him for such a big contract with the hope to get Champions League football uh, would find get into the Champions League final in two years. No. Never happening. Um, I think the final, the final, the final thing we should talk about um, is it's kind of again, it's, it's kind of always sort of linked to this, you know, crazy, crazy summer. Uh, Lionel Messi, where we, you know, quite quick words. Where do you think he's going? Is he staying? Is he leaving? It's quieted down the last few weeks, but <sighs> is he going to City? Is he going to PSG? Rumors saying that Neymar has a as a clause in his contract that PSG have to put an offer in, but that doesn't seem kind of right for, for me I don't believe it but people have said to me um, I think it was a Barcelona account message and said that he'd heard that so I think maybe maybe PSG but what do you think um, well the the biggest would probably be City yeah um, purely because of that Especially connection between losing. him and Pep and the fact and you know the trade-off between Sergio going to Barcelona and Messi coming over to City, that could possibly work. Um, PSG, yeah, with Neymar, but I don't think Messi does what would want to do something like that. And I think, mm. and, and the problem with that is, uh, problem also is that Messi, his whole career, has been in Spain. Does he leave Spain then because of his how he's established with his family? Um, with his legacy in general, does he leave Spain? But then, who does he go to? Yeah, it's a difficult does he, situation. Does he I, stay with Barcelona? Yeah. I think that transfer will will be the one which dictates this one. I, the rest of them, I think, if that one happens and Messi goes, Barcelona will have money. You know, they will have money because they you know they're they'll free millions of pounds with him mm. gone, and then they will have some money, not a lot, but they will have a couple of you know a couple of millions of pounds in the bank to play with. And I think that will be interesting. If he goes to PSG, I think I don't see Mbappe staying because I don't think Mbappe wants to be. A, I don't. I think that's an Mbappe replacement. But I, yeah, I think that is the one which will depict the rest of them. But yeah, it's yeah. a difficult one. Yeah, um, I mean, I can't say clear cut who he'd go to, and I don't think anyone really could. But if I had to put my money on the line, I'd say City purely because of that Pep connection. I think he's going to stay. I, I, I would say contract. so as well. Yeah, I, I'd argue that. Uh, I think. I think. I think. Yeah, I think I'll stay. Well, thank you guys for listening. Uh, it's only a short one. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure having you um, guys listening. Thank you for for you know um, t- taking taking part in all the questions and stuff. Um, and uh, yeah, go and check out the website uh, Sport Alliance UK. Go and um, put more questions in. I'm sure we're doing this next week. Um, and yeah, it's been a, a bit. Great, great pleasure having Matt on, and uh, obviously we'll have Matt much. and hopefully Lay on next week. Yeah. Um, and yeah, take care, guys. Stay safe and uh, enjoy the rest of your week.